like, we found out. We found something great. We ain't got no blunts, but we got weed and the lighter. Give me a water bottle and a soda can. I'm the marijuana, my diaper. Swear I get you higher, smoke I never get tired. Bomb ruling skills is the shit that I admire. Fire, what is residing in my blunt and my J? You're my bong, happy pick, bitch, you want in me. Gonna ascend to a new level of heaven. Light up two hits and then I pass it to my brethren. Smoke me under the table, forget it. Smoking every day like a non war veteran. Shout out to Uncle William, damn Danny, you killed him. Start up a building box, but now you're building a million. I know only just what they're feeling. I sympathize with the movement. I don't even switch my position. They guarantee no losing. Shooting for a whole new galaxy. Andromeda, your niggas androgynous. The fuck is going on with y'all? Nigga, I was born to ball Iverson to hip hop. Going for the finish line. Your niggas need pit stops. Penelope. Nigga, I'm the type to sell a dream. Then my niggas celebrate. Other niggas hella hate. Feeling good, feeling great. Ghetto music, I'm blasting. Critical haze, out the stash box, straight out cast it Taking over every pass and put them in a new direction When I'm finished, I will be known as the top selection Chillin' with my white girl, call her ass my snowflake Killed the pussy long time ago, now it's a cold case Nigga, you are no great, so how you say you no great? And let these words destroy your argument like a thief Need to return the words you stole and get a rebate Why cut a nigga some slack, I never Oh yeah, that's all, just I got tease the fucking, you know what I'm saying, Yeah, I think I do Welcome to the conversations for our grandkids. Welcome. Welcome one, welcome all. How's it going, everybody out there? See, I, sp- I spun it around on you, Adam. I, I addressed the audience instead of you. <laughs> well, thanks, because that makes me feel included. Hey, I'm Seamus. And I'm Adam, the other one that Seamus doesn't want to acknowledge. <laughs> uh, how's it going, man? Sorry about yesterday. Uh, yeah, uh, it's fine. And by yesterday, Seamus is referring to the fact that we recorded a whole conversation. Just a little and, inside uh, baseball for you guys. Seamus' is inside baseball corner again. Uh, we we had another episode lost, but it's okay because we're here again today, the next day, the to best record another episode. one. You know? Best Fuck episode it. anyone's ever heard. And anything after it, they're just I mean, going to say... What this isn't that one this was, isn't the realness. That, that was gonna put us on the map, but it's okay because yeah. we're just gonna try again <laughs> yeah. right here. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. Just another year not being on the map, man. What am I it's gonna right, do? Man. It's all right. It's all right. We'll get on there one way or another. Dude, you know I I have been thinking about that uh, that idea of getting famous for a long time in my life, and uh, <laughs> who I, hasn't? It, we're American. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Well, but I've been realizing that uh, maybe I don't know if I brought this up before, but I think my thought processes were kind of. Uh, Wrong in the sense that I was as a kid. I remember I heard this quote from Johnny Cash that said, "Being famous is uh, having to worry about everything but money." And to me, that sounded super appealing because I was like, <laughs> <laughs> "If I don't have to worry about money, like everything else will be taken care of." I'm already and... worrying about everything else anyway. So <laughs> yeah, as long as I take care well, of money, I'd be I'm fine. Already having panic attacks. I could be. I could be having a panic attack on a beach in Hawaii. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> money couldn't possibly make it worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, but uh, I've realized that uh, part of, part of that was that uh, I had this. I had this fear that I wouldn't be able to handle the day-to-day tasks of, like, regular life. Does that make any sense? Sure. I'm not sure if that has to do with the fact that, I mean, I think I might have ADHD or ADD or whatever it is. and Or maybe it's depression and I just don't have the energy to get – I feel like I don't (laughs) have any energy to get things done. You know what I mean? But I'm starting to realize now that – Oh no, that stuff is totally within my grasp. I could could totally manage the day-to-day shit and – 
I, I don't know, man. The now I'm at a point in my life though where I've I've built my, everything around this idea of what I wanted to become, and now I'm sort of going like, oh shit! Without that, what the what the fuck is, what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And what was that that you were referring to that you're preparing for? Uh, to be, you know, I wanted to be famous, or I wanted to do. You know something huge, so that I could, re- you know, be remembered. I, I've had multiple people from high school actually come up to me and say, "Seamus, do you remember that weird conversation we had where you were like so adamant about the fact that you needed to do something to be remembered after your death?" <laughs> and I, I remember having those conversations with people, and it's almost like looking for like a meaning or a purpose, and I, I'm not sure how hollow those aspirations were now does that make any sense but i'm almost afraid to give them up just for the sake of like maybe 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 i'm being crazy now yeah you know what man i think what it comes down to is you can kind of nitpick your life and should i have thought this and should i continue and based on that and blah 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 but i'll tell you the number one thing i've heard from almost every person who I respect who's become successful is that you can't think anything, you can't allow yourself to think anything except one day I will succeed. And you have to let that be your reality and and behave like that. Does that mean you have to give up everything, like quit your job? No, that'd be stupid because then you would be further away from reaching your goal, right? Do you have to change your, you know, anything radically? No, it's just that you, you have to treat it as a reality that one day I will be famous. It's just a matter of when will I figure it out? So then it just becomes a matter of figuring it out, you know? So you can still, you can still keep the goal because that should still be your goal. If that's really something that is you, you think you still want to do. But, uh, I think if you truly want to get there, you have to first accept that you will It's sort of in a, in a way that could be untrue, you know, it could be, it could be, you could be lying to yourself because you may never get famous or whatever, but you have to believe that one day you will, you know, I, I don't, I don't know how yeah. else to describe it. It's almost like a, you're using the, the power of, uh, like belief essentially to get your goal. And you kind of have to do that. Yeah. Cause then you start making inst- instinct, in- instinctual decisions, uh, that, will get you to your goal if you believe it but i guess if you don't believe it I'm, then you get that doubt of like oh, i don't know if i should be doing this like oh should i quit yeah. like i don't know like like you're not in you're not really you don't really believe that it's possible yet yeah i i, I feel like uh i've had sort of i've taken the wind out of my own sails recently where i've sort of been like considering like what what is it if that is the goal, is that the goal? Is now the question. Is that the goal? Yeah. For so long, it's been that the goal, and there's been no questions, and there's been no, like, no, that's the goal. Like, that's what I need. And now I'm going like, well, do I do I need that? Do I? Mm-hmm. Wh- I, I don't know. I just kind of feel like I'm not sure what the point of it all is, really. You know, and that was sort of a goal to sort of distract me from the sort of you know hollow nature of life in in a in a way and that sounds kind of depressing but that's that's just how i'm feeling now where it's almost like i'm not really sure what there is to do if yeah. anything 
Yeah, I hear that, man. I totally hear that. You know what? what you know it was funny. Uh, in the last episode, I talked about it, but I tripped last weekend, and there was a, a certain point where I was like, you get to a point where you're just sitting there and you're looking at patterns that are changing on the wall, and it's just like, this is fucking dope. I could do this all day, you know. And then I like, I had this. I was thinking, and it was like I was laughing to myself because I was like, man, like I, but I have bills to pay and a job to to go to, and it's all. It's all necessary. Like I, all, I have to do it all in order for for even this to happen. You know, so I don't know. You, it's almost like you can't have one without the other, for real. Like, uh, I don't know, man. I don't know where it's going with that. I suppose it is what it is. But hey, you know, there is some meaning in my life right now because the new Star Wars trailer came out. Pam, 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 pam. <laughs> what did you think, man? Uh, dude, I got to be honest with you, man. I think this movie's probably going to suck balls. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. At first, I was like a little bit excited. Uh, but then I've been seeing more and more of it. And I've been like, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. This, this, this looks really shitty. And. The music still gets me very excited because yeah. I, I still associate those feelings with the music. And I'm not really even that big of a Star Wars fan. Like, I'm a bigger fan than you are, but that's only because I've seen the movies. You know what I mean? Like I've seen the movies. Fuck off. Well, no, but you know what I mean? Like, it's almost like I yeah, you've seen the movies, but I feel like uh, I played with the action figures as a kid. It was a big deal, yeah, you know, yeah, for sure. I, you know, preschool. I saw the movies, but I didn't really think too much about it after that. Yeah, and, and, and a lot of people think about them way more than i do uh, oh yeah dude it gets like it way gets a little intense yeah and my thing is i like the original three movies but the prequels all suck dick um so and there's like more bad star wars stuff out than there is good stuff now so like mm. i don't really give a shit about star wars yeah. um but people do uh and people really fucking do like people love that shit and to yeah. me I don't know if it's because I'm growing up, but I'm looking at this these fucking images of these Google bots or whatever the fuck on the screen, and I'm just like, this shit is stupid. Who gives a fuck? Who cares? Oh, no, the alien man. He's going to do something. Oh, who gives a fuck? You know? Like, who yeah, cares? Yeah, yeah. So stupid. And, and which led me to the question I want to ask you, man, is do you think that modern uh, modern men or maybe not men but do you think that there is because of a lot of the uh extraordinary like what's the word i'm looking for resources that we have now at our disposal like we are living pretty comfortably we're not worried about being eaten or killed on a regular basis mm -hmm. do you think that results in a sort of like infant infantilization infantilization of like people who are supposed to be adults or by any other generation would be considered like no you're a grown-ass man you're 13 and now yeah. but now it's like you can be a kid until you're 50 do you think yeah. there's anything wrong with that and do you think I, that's happening i think um there's nothing wrong with that first of all second of all i think it's a natural thing that happens and i'll give you the example of uh genghis khan he saw his grandchildren like raised on a second generation silver spoon and he was just like oh this is all fucked you know i was listening to dan carlin's uh podcast on it and basically by like his grandchildren's generation his, the, his those children were so soft you know so soft compared to what he had to go through that he was just like nah this, this is totally different there's no way that they're going to be able to do this you know so i think it's it's natural that the 
excess of resources does, or can can make you soft can i think there's a uh, an element of personal involvement involved where societal enforces can kind of influence you to be soft but that doesn't mean you have to accept that you can do, you know do some push-ups go out in the woods and shit and figure out how to still tough it you know you can still do that uh, it's just do you have the willpower to do it or do you is there reason to do it or something you know i don't know yeah but I, I just feel like yes, that's a natural process, and on America, it's ha- in America, it's happening on the grandest scale of all time, you know, because we have so much excess. Yeah, because I see like grown men buying Star Wars toys and stuff, and I just go like, I, I don't know, like I never imagined this would be adulthood. And, and <laughs> I, I mean, and I, I, listen, I'm, I'm not, I'm not saying that it doesn't happen to me because it does. It's, it's the. I feel sometimes I look around and I've got like, you know, the Batman animated series on DVD because it's a fucking dope ass show. But like, <laughs> should, should I be watching Batman shit or should I be like moving on to, you know, more adult themed, you know, traditionally yeah, adult yeah. themed things, you know? I don't know. Like, I, I it, it is kind of strange. Like, I remember as a kid, I went to my, uh, my dad had a friend and we went over there for Christmas and uh, I don't remember why. But this guy was probably in his 30s, and his wife bought him an action figure as, like, the gift, one of the gifts. And I remember being, like, six and being like, well, he's not going to want that. Like, maybe he'll give it to me. (laughs) 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 But I thought it was so bizarre. I was like, why is this adult man playing with this, like, Justice League action figure? This is weird. Yeah. Yeah. I agree, man. I agree with six-year-old Seamus. That's fucking weird. I always thought so too, honestly. As a kid, like as a kid, I I liked to play with action figures from time to time when I was really bored, especially if I was grounded in my room. Yeah. And I, I was like, yeah, might as well. I'm like, I got nothing nothing else to do. But I never like there was no like emotional attachment. They were just like fucking plastic people that I could. They were easier to imagine doing things than if I had to imagine the, the whole body and everything itself. You know, there's just. It was nice to have a little, two models to work with. Like, oh, what if he kicked them this hard? <laughs> <laughs> and then he flew up into the stratosphere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was all yeah. about action figures as a kid, man. I used to love those things. Uh, I would, like, set them up in my room so that, like, you couldn't really walk anywhere because they'd just be all over the fucking place. Yeah, man. I was all know. about that shit, man. Got, I don't know. Gotta have a couple of them keeping guard over the other ones. Yeah, yeah. The strategic and locations. And they've got to have their diplomats, too, who go out and make sure, you know, like, nothing gets <laughs> fucked up. But... But I was like six or seven, you know what I mean? And I guess I guess yeah. it's it's it sounds fucked up because it's like you should never stop using your imagination and having fun and all that kind of stuff. But at yeah. a certain point, it it it's like how fucking excited are you for Star Wars? Like how how fucking excited are you really? Yeah, you know what I think it is, Seamus. I think uh, there's nothing, there's there's no uh, like strong institution that we can all get behind as a country that means anything so we have a lot of people who they take that void as an opportunity to define themselves right i am this person i'm I'm this individual so what am i really really into you know and sometimes that's star wars and sometimes it's painting and sometimes it's your job and sometimes it's you know this that or the other but i think if we were if we if we could all get behind like if our country was all into one religion and everyone was really into it you know we could use that as the the thing that we were all really into and everything would kind of be based on that but instead we have this diffusion of 
likes and dislikes because Americans use that as a as an opportunity to be like this is who I am, you know, in America. Look how I spend my money, you know. It's kind of weird, right? Because it's yeah. the, the void is not necessarily a bad thing. It's like I forget somebody was saying this, some philosopher, where they're talking about how, uh, you know, if we have any empty space in our house, immediately the goal is to like, oh, I could put a picture there, I could put this there, I could put that there, and so we don't really have a lot of empty space because something about that is troubling. <laughs> yeah, and, I don't know and, about and what is I that? Don't know about that, man. Because my house, my apartment's pretty empty, man. We well, yeah, fucking... but I'd say you're probably an exception because you're yeah, thinking about these things pretty much true. constantly. You told me you listen to, like, Alan Watts every day. <laughs> like, no, who else is doing that? <laughs> All right, true. Concede. I concede. Yeah. yeah. I, I think I most know, people are uncomfortable with it. I think you're probably it. right. You're probably right. People like to fill their house with shit, man. People love to fill their house with shit. Memorabilia so they can remember the old times and the good times and all that shit. Well, I think what it is, I think what it honestly is, is that there there is nothing to do. There is nothing to be done, really. And so we spend a lot of our time pretending that there is. Yeah. Like, like it's uncomfortable well, for people to be silent. It's uncomfortable for people to have space. Um, and I'm just speaking for myself here because I, I, it, it might be depressing, I think, is the fear. But I don't know. I'm ready to jump in it. Let's see what's there, if anything. Jump in where? So I think that... I don't know. I was thinking about it today um, because I was listening to some TED Talks, and they were talking about uh, the origin of mankind, essentially, and how we Mm -hmm. all basically have roots in Africa. We all have this one ancestor, essentially, like Eve, you know, and I'm not sure how literal they're being there if it's one person or not but there were there was someone who who was basically um what everybody else branched off from right up until now so we all have a common ancestor and i was thinking about it um the profundity of the fact that i'm just like a flesh body i'm like an ape walking mm-hmm. around who who talks to other apes but sort of forgets that they're apes sort of just thinks about them as people but they're not people you know what i mean they're not they're they're just fucking monkeys walking around you know right well oh dude not racist not a racist thing dude not (laughs) (laughs) yeah we're just the smartest monkeys we're just the smartest monkeys on the planet yeah we're fucking monkeys man there's it, it would not be fair if you looked at it objectively it would not be fair to classify us as outside the monkey category just because we're smarter than the other monkeys, you know? We're, like, 1% away from chimpanzee. We're fucking monkeys, man. And I And that I shit's guess, crazy. And, Sometimes and, I actually like to, as a thought experiment, when I'm on the bus or just in public places, I like to, like, look at people as if they're monkeys, like monkeys with clothes on, dude. That shit. Sometimes it's really fucking entertaining if you get a particularly uh, monkey-looking motherfucker because we really <laughs> do. <laughs> we really do look ridiculous because we're animals and we're we've got this fucking getup on. This, these all these clothes and everybody wears clothes, like so much clothes. But if you look, no other animal is wearing clothes. No other animal on the planet. We just love to feel different than all the animals. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking about. Like the the almost ridiculous nature of it, where we're we put on these getups and we were doing this thing where we're like, we're not we're not just animals. We're this other thing. Mm-hmm. We're we're separate from all the other things. 
And I think um, part of that is uh, an avoidance of the reality of like our ultimate demise, essentially. Like I think, I think maybe I don't want to be that guy who says that all society is basically us trying to avoid the uh, the thought of death. But I think that there are certain times in which that is the case. I think in cases where we're living in America where there's a lot of wealth and there's a lot of disposable income and time, uh, the question of uh, what's going to happen with my life is totally there. But it's really easy and more comforting to be like, ah, well, I can just go watch Star Wars. You know, I could just fucking be excited about this shit. Mm -hmm. And... And I did that for a long time. I mean, look, dude, I have a fucking Ghostbusters piggy bank right here, all right? I fucking use it with my change. Now, granted, it was a gift, but I, you hey, know, man, I, still I, good, am, still good. I am not trying to judge. Speak, judge because I have been there, and in some cases I feel like I still am there. When you get bored, you know, it's easy to go to the comfort things. It's easy to watch wrestling and be like, oh, this is a constant in my life. I have something mm-hmm. to hang on to. But there's nothing mm-hmm. to hang on to at any time. Yeah. It's all going to go away. Yeah. And, yeah, man. And You hit the nail on the head. And it's fucking scary. <laughs> I don't know, man. Sometimes. I, think I find it, most of the time it's it's not scary, you know? Yeah. Because what's there to be scared of? It's been that way since you were a baby. You're just... Just because now you're thinking about it, now it's scary, you know? It's kind of... Yeah, yeah. It's I, never... I, it's I not thought scary about that too. That's time. like the the paradox of consciousness, almost, right? Where it's like you're mm-hmm. you got to this point where you're able to do all these amazing things, but you're also at a disadvantage in some ways from like an animal who just goes about their day like doop 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 doop. Like I'm just a dog. Yeah. I'm doing a dog I think thing. The difference between human and other animal consciousness is that humans are abil- have the ability of self consciousness, where we can reflect on what's going on inside our own heads. And I think that is the crucial difference between our consciousness and other animal consciousness because once you start to... I think if you think about the brain as just being a, a, you know, a mechanism that takes input in through the eyes and the ears and your sensory organs and all that kind of stuff, and it processes it and it, it puts output, like that, you know, that's how fucking brain works. Um, fuck, where was I going with that? Oh, uh, sorry. You start to realize, if you look at it enough, that your brain is mirroring reality because it's trying to understand what's going on. So there's this weird internal, external reflection that happens that you can kind of trace down this path of what what people call enlightenment. That's one of my, my theories for like what what enlightenment is and why it seems to be a human thing. Rather than, you know, oh, any animal can do it, you know, like, yeah, check out this cow. This cow is enlightened. But this I cow think, is fucking chilling. Yeah, the cow is fucking chilling because it, it can't reflect on its own brain or on its own mind and see how it works. But a, a human can. I think that's the crucial difference. Yeah. Well, I also I, so I listened to a, a few TED talks today because they have a they have a podcast actually where they compile some of them, but they also have interviews with the people who are doing the conversations and stuff. And mm-hmm. I, I think it's I think it's really interesting. It's more interesting than watching an actual TED talk um, because they take out the best parts of the TED talk, and it's not like twenty minutes long where you got to listen oh, to the whole wow, fucking dude. thing. You are the laziest. Can't, fucking person can't do it. Can't do it. 
can't fucking do give me, the, give me idea. the three minute video <laughs> yeah. give me the three minute synopsis i'm not gonna listen to a whole episode of conversations for our grandkids it's like an hour <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. but um i think it's he, the guy was making an argument about um that we are in the middle of a evolution uh based on a number of different things that are going on like we've changed the way that we eat We've gotten a lot taller. Our habitats have changed. The the inputs that we're taking, and he was like, we're taking in about as much, well, maybe not, he wasn't saying this for sure, but he was saying that we take in, we're trying to fit in all the information that somebody would take in in a lifetime in like one day, basically. We have all this input coming in all the time from the computers and everything else that the way that mm-hmm. we're thinking has changed. And he was making the argument that we are turning into like an entirely new species, essentially. Yeah, Which, people love to get dramatic, dude. They I don't know about to that. Get dramatic. Yeah. I'm not I'm not sold on it, but I think it's an interesting idea because yeah. nothing is really that static, even the the what we think we are as oh, we're humans. Well, we're not always going to be humans. Like it like you know, they he, he somebody else was talking about how dinosaurs, how how chickens basically have three fingers essentially before they're they have a gene that kicks in when they're like uh, an embryo and they're like developing into a chicken mm-hmm. that uh turns the fuses the fingers together and turns them into a wing and they also have a, a gene that they're supposed to have really long tails but then the gene that cuts that off so they don't grow so he's basically he was basically talking about like going into a chicken's dna and creating a dinosaur essentially which you know Again, these are little, these are far-fetched ideas, but yeah, I yeah, like yeah, the concept. Fun. Yeah, fun. And I was thinking about it, and I was like, yeah, so the chicken is not something that's set in stone. It's not just like, this is a chicken. It's like, it's, whatever dude. it is, it's all this material that just can be warped depending yeah, on whatever. I, I, work in, I work in a research lab, man. Like, the the number, of, we're going to have, like, something like 1,200 mice that we're genetically manipulating this way and that. We have mice that have human um, immune systems. Ugh. Isn't that fucking crazy? Mice so that weird. have human immune systems. That's insane, dude. It's fucking oh insane what what scientists can do. And you're right. The line between what makes a species and blah, 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 blah is relatively pliable. But I think if if you're going to even allow the term species, we should give it strict you know, borders and keep things as close as we can in those because otherwise there's no point in even like talking, oh, this is a species. Like, oh, actually, you can blur those boundaries. You know, it's like, all right, I get it. You can blur any fucking boundaries. But like, for the most part, it works out, the species thing. The thing, the why I say that calling humans who think differently as a, a different species is that that is, I, granted, the behaviors are going to be completely different, but we would still be able to, like, mate, you know? And that's one of the fucking... Nice. That's, like, the key factor. Yeah, hell yeah. And you know what I think is interesting, man? I got uh, one of those mice women. So tight. <laughs> so tight. So tight. <laughs> I think, um, like you were saying uh, about the amount of information that we're receiving, right? And that how that's changing how we think and how our consciousness develops and kind of... Like, we don't really have to remember too much shit because we can always just look it up, like, really, really quick. So that re- that really influences the how we, you know, think about shit. I think what's happening is we are kind of trying to, like, merge with... 
a consciousness that we know is like smarter than us. We know that Google is smarter, like in, in terms of finding information. So why are we going to try to build some database of, of useless information where we're now, I think, more about remembering the connections between the information because if you know, if you can keep the connection true and understand how one concept relates to another one you don't have to remember in detail either concept because you can pull them back from memory like the main idea and then you can look up the details you know and fill it in at at will and i think that kind of shift to focusing on the connections in things is why like you and me, and I, I feel like our generation, we have this feeling that, like, race is, like, such a fucking, like, old-ass issue. It's like, dog, can we get over that shit already? Can we yeah. just... Because there are, like, other issues. We could really all fight about something if you really want to keep fighting, but do we have to keep fighting about this shit? Um, I think it's because uh, we... Our brains are working differently. We, we're just more about, like... We see the connections between things, like the connections between people, more than we see the differences. I think. Yeah, I think I think you're right. I think, and here's a fun here's a fun thought experiment for all those racists out there. For all you racists at, at home listening, <laughs> <laughs> this is a do it your do it at home, do it yourself kind of a test. Imagine you're the only person left of your specific race on the planet, and you're just like, oh man, all there is is black people left to talk to. Are you going to not talk to anybody? Are you, are you just, just, just going to be a loner? For the well, this is the life? last day that I speak. <laughs> Don't go up on the hill. That's, that's the old old racist Jim. He's the last white. <laughs> still, he's still holding out. He's never spoken a word, motherfucker. <laughs> well, he, no, he says a couple words, but you don't want to hear it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. It, it's oh, it's we all have a common ancestor, and I was thinking about how ridiculous it is that. Uh, I mean, sure, there are some differences clearly, but there are so many more things that we have in common that it's almost like negligible the differences really in, in the long run. Where it's like if yeah. if an alien came to the planet, he would probably just think that we were all the same species, or maybe not. Maybe he'd be like, "Well, there's some black ones and some white ones, but." They're essentially the same shit. I don't know. Yeah, no, I I feel like they'd be like, well, there's there are black humans and white humans, and you know, one t- humans colored in between. But I don't think they would be like these must be different species because the the reason that like humans look so different to us is like, oh, you can you have to remember faces, you know, of the people in your tribe. So like your real your brain is really good at telling different human faces apart from different other human faces. When it comes to animal faces, that that part of the brain or those parts of the brain aren't used for that. So that's why, you know, most lions, I think, would look the same to most people. You know, yeah. you couldn't tell the difference between, like, a, a couple of bears, you know. But yeah. you can tell the difference between four humans in a room. Well, I see those Berenstain bears because, you know, they got the menorah <laughs> in the window. I know it's them. Uh, but, <laughs> but no, I think, I think that's a, I think that's a good point, man. I, I, I guess that that's kind of the idea I wanted to get at earlier where we are so good at recognizing different faces and associating faces that we, we kind of get caught up in the idea of being a human. It's almost like you yeah. see people as, oh, there's a person. You, you don't really see them as here's this animal walking towards me. 
Mm -hmm. that, you know, I mean, I do, especially when I get in large groups of people where I'm like, there's so many fucking animals in this room. Who knows what the fuck is going to happen? Like, who knows? Like, New York City, I'm walking down here, baby. Dude, I'm walking down the streets in New York and I'm just like, get me the fuck out of here. Like, this is some combustible ass shit right now. Welcome to the jungle. Seriously. Seriously. (laughs) An overcrowded jungle with like shitty pizza and fucking bullshit sports teams. Fucking fuck out of here, Giants. Got them. Got them. Got him. Got him. Got him. But uh, hey, no, much love to New York, I guess, because that's what you're supposed to say. Um. <laughs> I think um, in reference to uh, evolution, I think the reason we're able to tell human faces apart and a lot of those like physiological drives is based is just evolution. You know, it's just karma, if you will, like from millions of years ago, just still, still playing out. I think why enlightenment has such a, a like i don't want to say stigma but uh like a a heaviness around it which is why we're still talking about jesus 2000 years later we're still talking about buddha 2500 years later or whatever it's why it's such a crazy thing is because it's almost like you beat evolution you kind of like le- you you level up it you know that's why they i think they so many of those tradition tra- traditions um advocate desirelessness because your desires are the thing that evolution uses to like you know keep its gears in motion so if you don't pay attention to desire you're kind of you're not allowing the evolutionary drives to do their thing and when you hold them back for long enough you realize that something is still going on you know there's still something going on in the background there's still something else out there and you figure out something else which you know you can read about it. I don't. I don't know about it, but that's what the Buddha talks about. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I think uh, all that kind of shit that you're talking, that you're thinking about with different species, and I think the thing that makes the human species. Were we talking about this on the mic? Was the self consciousness thing? Yeah. Yeah. Just now. Yeah. Okay. I, I was just making sure. Um, I think that's that was an evolutionary development that allowed us to kind of uh, get out of the cycle, essentially. You know. Because when once you are enlightened, it, there's the rules are different, so they say. Yeah. What do you what do you think about that, man? What, what do I think about, about enlightenment? All, like the kind of mystical kind of shit that they talk about, where it's like the rules are different for these people. Like, you know, like, do you think they're still people, or do you think they are <laughs> functionally not like the people? They're like, no, the rules are different. I could totally fuck your wife with you in the room. <laughs> like, it's. I feel like I feel like I I, I don't know, man. I, I I don't know. It's it's hard for me. To go fully into the the faith zone, if you will, where I'm, I, I'm, I question the validity of a lot of the things that these people say. Now, that being said, I haven't experienced a lot of the things that they say, so I could totally be on the outskirts. But I, I, I find myself going fr- from like listening to an Alan Watts or a Ram Dass and going like, oh, yeah, this makes perfect fucking sense. But then some days I'll listen to it and I'll be like, oh, yeah, but what if this is all fucking horse shit? You know what I mean? All right, but let's say we're not talking about an Alan Watts or a Ram Dass and let's say we're talking about the Buddha, you know? You can't really, you can't talk shit about the Buddha, man. I can talk shit about the Buddha. Or are you saying that sometimes it doesn't matter who the messenger is, you're saying, like, what if it's all bullshit? That's what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, what if this person who is the Buddha has like convinced themselves that they have reached this point or something and it's all just yeah, yeah, self-delusion yeah, yeah. essentially. Yeah. And they're just really good at selling their their story. Yeah. 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 I think about that too, man. 
I think about that too. That's why I asked you because sometimes I, I mean, I kind of allow myself to get caught up into it so I could just understand it all better. And I feel because I think it's necessary to kind of allow yourself that. But I do have moments where I'm like, man, what? What if this is all bullshit? You know, like what if this really is just some other people who are trying and failing like everyone the fuck else, you know, who are just as miserable and just as blah, 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 blah. Like, what and if it's not really... I think I can... I can to be. I think I can speak to a greater reality. Um, <laughs> no, I, I think that... Uh, <laughs> I think that... I think that uh, regardless of the, the truth of, like, the Buddha or any of these religious um, figures, I think that there... I've always felt that there is something greater than us that we don't understand because i think when you when you boil it down you can even think about it logically that uh existence itself doesn't really seem to make a whole lot of fucking sense or i can't make sense out of it and yeah. so i'm not really sure why anything would exist at all mm-hmm. and so I, there's obviously a bigger picture here. I mean, we can look out and go like, what the fuck are we in right now? What is this giant glass of water that we're fucking floating around yeah, in or whatever this is? In. Yeah. yeah. It, it doesn't, it, it seems kind of abstract and ridiculous. And then you get further in and you have these weird, like, you know, it seems, it feels almost like it's, it's just, we're just floating, right? We're floating out in this giant, pool of abstract fucking shapes and colors and things <laughs> yeah, and then yeah. we get really down to it and we're worried about like a test we have coming up or something yeah, like these really yeah, yeah. these really weird personal fucking <laughs> relationships where it's like oh well we needed a street to be here so you could experience this feeling I, it doesn't but like why does that exist in the same thing that like this giant fucking weird you know what is this <laughs> is yeah, what, is the question. This? what is this That's a what good the question, fuck man. is this I think yeah. we take that for granted. What the fuck is this? Why am I alive? <laughs> it's, it seems like the most basic, simple question, but, like, you're right. People take it for granted, man. Yeah. I think also, but here's the thing. I think the next question is, instead of asking why am I alive, right, because you're saying why am I alive, first find out who you are. I think that would be the answer, you know, because apparently... If you ask yourself, who am I, and you really think about it and try and figure it out, it turns out that you are the universe. And it also turns out, if you really do this thing, that it all makes perfect sense and that you can understand everything and how it works. That's what they say. So, I, you know, how can you believe something like that? How can you believe something (laughs) like that is my question. Like, I, I try to, and I'm basically basing a lot of a lot of, uh, I guess, faith in their words, you know? Yeah. Because I I know enough of it makes sense that it at least makes sense to practice. Like, meditation makes sense. It just makes sense from scientific standpoint, uh, spiritual standpoint. So, I'm you know, meditation is on the table for good. That opens up the door to a lot of other things because it's like, well, why in, did I grow up in the church and they never said to meditate? You know, they never taught meditation. Why did they not do that if that's like a common thing? Like, why is it only in these religions? So it's like, well, let me pay attention to these religions because they seem to be onto something, you know? And then it turns out there's, you know, all this other kind of shit. But it's hard to – it's really hard to tell 
what they're talking about half the time because it's in like such a poetic language and then you know it's hard to believe some of that shit man it really is like well i think that you can logically see that you're the universe in the sense that we are all sort of within this one thing like all the all it all sort of goes back in the same way that all humans have a common ancestor all things have a common ancestor yeah. And what is whatever that is is what we all are, and we're just di- different variations on that. And there yeah. could be, you know, an infinite amount as far as I'm concerned. Like they were talking about on one of the TED Talks how if the asteroid that killed the dinosaurs was five minutes early or late, the dinosaurs wouldn't have died. They'd probably still be around. And that five-minute time period is the reason we're here. You know, what a crazy yeah. coincidence that, that, is crazy. that gets this one variation on whatever it is to exist i've heard some other crazy shit like that too like if the earth if the moon wasn't as big as it was life wouldn't exist on the planet because there wouldn't be tides and the tides drive a lot of the life on the planet so if it was a smaller moon and it didn't cause the tides it we wouldn't exist there's a lot of crazy shit like that man and i don't think it's luck necessarily because i don't think it's like when people say luck, when they say, like, oh, we're really lucky that the moon's that big, it's like, we're not lucky. It was going to happen anyway because we're, we're in the time frame or the we're in the timeline that that happens. It's not luck. It's not like right. there's somebody being like, that oh, because then who, who, who would be commenting on the luck if it wasn't around? You know? Yeah, yeah. It's not a lucky if, thing. If there were no humans to be like, oh, that was lucky. It wouldn't be lucky. It would just be happening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I, I, I don't know, man. It. It really does it interests me. It interests me more than fucking Star Wars. <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's it, there apparently there are so many benefits to be gained by being interested in that, right? So tell me the benefits of being interested in fucking Star Wars. I mean, maybe some networking if, you know, somebody famous or somebody powerful is, is a Star Wars fan, you can spark up a Star Wars conversation. Lottie fucking die. You can have that. But I'd rather get into some spiritual shit. And or you know what it is, man. You know what I'd rather. I think I'd rather use the word mystic, mystical shit, rather than spiritual. I, I like the connotation of mystic and mystical better than spiritual. I'm gonna start saying that shit. But Good it's for you. much more rewarding. <laughs> it's much more rewarding, I think, to get into that kind of shit because the the benefits are greater because you could improve yourself and how you treat other people. You know all that kind of shit. So yeah. I think you know. Somebody fucking tell me the real benefits of getting deep into Star Wars. Hey, grandkids. I, if there are, maybe I will. I, I mean, I'm sure there are if you want to be like a writer or something, maybe appreciating mm-hmm. the the story or I, – I don't know. But I, I feel like the majority of people who go are just like, look at the lightsabers. Yeah, wow. Yeah, yeah. I can't believe it. It's so cool. I remember the first time I saw it. Uh, and, and, and I mean that being said, I am – Sort of excited for that movie. <laughs> because because it does remind me of when things were easier as I, when I was a kid. That's what it's associated with for me. Where I, you know, I remember I was thinking about this the other day, which is fucking bullshit now that I think about it. This is the most like, this is me setting up the rest of my life, essentially. This fucking decision in preschool when we would all play Star Wars and they made me play C3PO like every time. Like, get the fuck out of here. Like, I'm not be, oh, you're R2D2. Great. I'm a walking trash can. This is going to be an awesome life. I can't wait. Can't wait for the rest of my fucking life. Um, but, but, but I enjoyed those stories. I enjoyed watching them with my dad. The music is really fucking good. Yeah, the music is tremendous. Very true. And 
I, you know, it, it does. It's I always like in stories when they have the characters that you get associated with and attached, and then they show you what happens later on in life. Because I always think about like. Because Han Solo's in this movie now, and he's like a seventy-year-old mm-hmm. man. Like you gotta, you gotta imagine that he's probably pretty bummed. Like he just went through World War One, and now he's got oh, World War Two's right here. Like you gotta go right back in. Like he's gotta rest, right? Like that must suck. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Like I can watch the old movies now and be like, mm, I know what's gonna happen. <laughs> Can't trick me this time. Oh, you think it's all over, huh? It's funny, but man. I don't know, man. I, I, I. I guess I, I don't know. I get excited about those things just like everybody else, but not as much as everybody else anymore. Yeah. I feel like the joy of life is like getting excited about things, you know. But there's no reason to go overboard. So I give you the uh, A plus approval, you know. Go for it. Like I'll see it. I'll talk to people about it. I'll be like, oh, wasn't that fun? But I don't think it's gonna be a movie that really changes my life. You know? <laughs> I think that's a fair thing to expect. From the new Star Wars movie for it not to change your life. Well, because it's the same guy that directed the new Star Trek movies, and they were good movies. They but were they, good. I, I don't like remember that. the. I don't remember the plots of them. I know there I was remember, a lot of flashy uh, shit happening. Yeah, I remember. I remember some blips. I remember some blips of those movies. Yeah. I remember them being good though, enjoyable. Yeah, you know? right. It's gonna be a fun like two hours of my life. You know, like oh, I went to go see the new Star Wars, and it wasn't a huge pile of shit. Or maybe it was. And maybe either way, my the next day is still gonna be there. <laughs> the graphics have to better be to fucking do. amazing in this one because they really. That's all they they've got to be relying on that so hard with that fucking Disney money. You well, know. I'll say this, man. I'll say this. We're gonna actually have a have a super. As, we're gonna have a Star Wars conversation now, a real one. I am excited for this movie because they are doing something that I really like in movies: is that they're not relying as much on CGI. They're doing a lot more practical effects, like the original movies. Uh, that's which cool. I'm excited about because if anything, they won't age like shit from a visual standpoint, which would be right. nice because those prequels. Shit. Look fucking awful! Oh, it's- terrible, dude. I I thought, dude. I, as a kid, I was like, oh man, this movie's pretty fucking cool. With uh, the guy with the one on the both of them, Darth. Uh, Darth Maul. Darth Maul. Yeah, yeah. I, Damn I it, thought those Toys are really us. fucking cool. But then the rest, I watched the rest of the movie, and I was like, what the fuck is this horse shit? Like five years later, I was like, this is horrible. This it's I th- pod I racing. These were so good. I thought it was good. It's horrible. Yeah. I don't. The second one, the sequel, where there, I remember there's a scene where they're all fighting in a coliseum, and a lot of shit's happening, but none of it matters. And there's like, there's like a thousand Jedi's that are all just dying, like all the time. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, how how good are these too. Jedi's if they just die by like a bullet? <laughs> like, oh great, the fucking squid one died. Who cares? <laughs> Who cares about the squid one? Yeah, we never we never knew about him anyway. Rest in peace, cares? fucking squid See Jedi. <laughs> Yeah, those movies were fucking terrible. That, pretty, and that's the thing also bad, is that I can't I can only get I'm only ex- I'm excited about this cuz they're pushing forward and they're kind of just like we're just gonna we're just gonna go ahead and not address a lot of that old shit. I feel like I'm hoping at least. Yeah, that'd be good. Uh, and that I can deal with that, I guess, but those those movies are a blemish on that franchise where I was like after they came out I was like why does anyone still care about Star Wars? Because how could you? Yeah. How could you? After the the prequels. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. You know what? You know what is even sadder? If there were people who liked the prequels and then they went to go see the the next or the the first three 
and they were like, "Yeah, this is nothing like the the one, two, and three. Uh, I like those ones." Where's Mace Windu, <laughs> dude? What is? Who played Anakin Skywalker? Because he just shit the bed the entire fucking. <laughs> dude, Wait, the act. old one or the young one? The little kid. The older one, the older one, the little kid was adorable, man. The older one sucked. Yeah, you know he's a. Uh... He's actually come out and said that he was he like watched the movies and was like, well, we did a lot of other takes that were way better than that. Why did they pick that one? Like he was like he was like, no, literally like George Lucas picked or whoever was editing picked the worst takes throughout the movie where like none of the emotion was there. He's like, I don't understand. We did like a great one like five minutes after that. (laughs) Yeah, well, let's let's see those tapes. Somebody leak them. You know, somebody's got to have them. I don't I don't I don't believe him though because the dialogue was so shitty that I'm not sure how how good anything would have been with that kind of shit where like he's I don't know it was just so uncomfortable and all, all, oh man that those those movies were terrible they were just terrible and then they yeah. edited they edited the older movies so you know at the end of the the last old Star Wars movie where they have mm-hmm. the ghosts of like Obi-Wan Kenobi and Yoda and Darth Vader yeah they edited that movie so that Darth Vader's ghost is now Anakin from the prequel movies instead of. Oh I, no! But no! I, but I'm no. like that doesn't that doesn't even make any fucking sense because he never saw his dad that young. Why would it be the young ghost? Right. Right. That doesn't, <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. sense. <laughs> oh man. Why so, would they do that? So fuck Don't Star go Wars. back and change things, man. Don't go back and change things. Yeah. I'm gonna edit. Well, maybe I'm gonna edit conversation one of uh, conversations for our grandkids. It's gonna have a lot of laser blasters and pew 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 noises <laughs> and stuff. It's gonna be awesome. Uh, Just wait for that, guys. You know what, man? The Lord of the Rings movies were really good, and I have to say, I gave the the Hobbit a chance, and those movies are pretty good too, man. They're pretty I hate, good. I think they're different movies. Really, they're different movies, but they're really good. I think. I tried to watch that first one, and I thought it was so boring with, like, the... I didn't see the first one. That's the only one I didn't okay. see. Okay, so I heard that one was, like, the worst one. I heard they got better. But that first That's one, man, all these fucking trolls or whatever they are sitting around the table farting and, like, pooping on each other. I was like, oh, no, no, I'm done. I'm done oh. with this. I'm done. <laughs> uh, you don't like the poop humor? Uh, I can't I can't handle it. When the joke you know, is man, just... I- yeah, I, I I agree. Like when the your joke relies on farting or like pooping, I'm not saying you can't ever do it as a rule, but like odds are if that's what you are relying on, then your your writing is probably weak in in the other areas, you know? I think this I think this will be a great way to cap off the conversation about infantilize or infantilize I don't know the what's the word? Infantilization? Infantilization? Yeah, there we go. Bam. I think it'll it sounds be a, good, so it must be it. Um, well, I watched Inside Out by myself the other day. <laughs> but What'd that movie think, was man? fucking awesome, man. Yeah, it wasn't it? See, that movie, I, I, I can't imagine that Star Wars is going to do the things that that movie even did. Because that movie is all about the questions of our emotions and what they are and what's really going... You know, And I'm sure mm-hmm. they, they, it's a cartoon and it's kiddie, but they use, they use very deep metaphors that adults can latch on to and i dude i cried from the beginning to the end of that movie i'm not gonna i'm not gonna fucking i'm not gonna front dude it was a tearjerker i i know it man i think jasmine and i went drunk maybe Maybe yeah good time that's a good way to go i was feeling emotional man i was like god damn i really care about these characters i watched this little girl grow up from the inside you know like from her her own oh whoa whoa dude whoa (laughs) (laughs) see the movie you'll know what i'm talking about (laughs) 
Oh man, yeah. It, it was I, a... I also like that it kind of gives kids a framework that they can try to like understand what's going on in their own head. You know, it might not be a hundred percent accurate, but it's better than some of the other bullshit movies, kids' movies out there. You know. Yeah, it's better than like what? What's the other? What's what else is out there? Fucking uh, aliens versus monsters or whatever that garbage ass movie was that came out a couple <laughs> years ago. You remember that thing? No. Oh man, I feel like DreamWorks just puts out a lot of like Hotel Transylvania, like the uh, dad yeah. is Dracula, and it's like, all right, okay, all right. <laughs> Can we not? <laughs> all right, please. Oh man, Jack Black is an unassuming cat. Like it's like, okay, stop, stop, please. Just fucking come on. <laughs> Yeah, I thought it was to, really well done. What do you well think done. about that Goosebumps movie, man? It's Jack dude, Black, speaking of him. Dude, that Goosebumps movie, it might be fun for people, I guess, but it doesn't really look like what Goosebumps is. Now, at the same time, again, I'm a grown-ass adult. I don't really need to worry about what they're doing with the Goosebumps <laughs> franchise. <laughs> but because people were I, – I got upset when I watched the trailer, I guess, a little bit. I watched it with you, and I was like, oh, this looks so fucking stupid. But yeah. – if it reintroduces to a new generation of kids the Goosebumps franchise, and then they go back and read all the books, and they're like, oh, these are actually way fucking different. Like, this is scary as shit. Mm, I, think, yeah. I think no harm done, honestly. I'm going to go ahead and ask, do you really think they're still scary if you were to watch them? Or do you think they were just scary because you were a kid and you wanted it to be scary? Well, I have watched some of the old Goosebumps episodes recently. Um, right. Just because they're on Netflix, I was like, "Let me see." Oh, really? Yeah, they're on Netflix. I might have to check one or two out. They're terrible. They're awful. Uh, they're uh-huh. awful. But they remind me of when I was a kid when I was watching them for the first time. Yeah. So it's yeah. literally just a oh, let's take a trip down memory lane. Nostalgia. Yeah. Watched a couple of those episodes, and now I don't need to watch the rest because they're yeah, just man, garbage. You know, I wonder about the rest of the shows I watch. You know, even Stevens was that even a fucking good show? I don't know. That gave, oh man, even Stevens. But no, but I think the books, if the kids were to still read the books, I think the books would still creep out kids. Uh, maybe they're, unless they're super jaded now and they're like, you think this is scary? I watched six beheadings this morning. Like, ISIS scares me, dad. Not this, not this fucking dummy this doll. This bullshit out of my face. I'm afraid of terrorists. It's just like, like calling their dad fag and stuff. Like, okay, all right, Jesus, kid, fuck. <laughs> Get out of my room, Dad. I'm smoking a blunt. <laughs> like, oh, like, holy shit. It's fucking millennials, man. Or whatever they're called. I don't know. But We're the uh, millennials, man. We're the millennials. How how young are the millennials, though? Like, what age? Is this this new age of kids who are, like, whatever they're called? Homo, uh, homo erectus. Not homo erectus. Homo, homo uh, evolvus. Or whatever the guy was saying oh, on the suck TED talk. my dick, dude. <laughs> suck my fucking dick. This is, it's especially not going to happen in this generation. Fuck off, He was man. saying that our grandkids, so which made me obviously think of the show. And I was like, really? Our grandkids are going to be a different species than us. Like, get the fuck <laughs> get the fuck out of my face. Dog, no fucking way. No, they're, they're going to have some cyborg shit going on, for sure. But they're still going to be people. You know, they're not going to be like, I don't know. They're, they're going to have some cyborg shit, but it's not going to be, like, super cyborg. It's going to be, I'm like, Google Glass, that, you know? Man. I guess I am sold on that. I mean, I it's already here. It's already here. It's just going to be more advanced yeah, tech that thing. they're going to have. I don't think it will be forever. I really don't believe that. I think eventually, and this could be 50,000 years in the future or something, I think eventually humans are going to figure out that the best way to be a human is to kind of 
get the bare necessities covered for good, like have a really strong place to live, have a nice supply of water, always have food, you know? And Dude, to check out this supply of water. Nice. <laughs> pristine, bro. Pristine. And have some drugs and meditate, have sports, um, movies, entertainment, you know, but keep it low key because the cyborg shit is unnecessary. Uh, you know, it's going to get crazy for a while and there's going to be some really weird shit going on, I'm sure. But I'm I'm really sold on the idea that if humans... If if we don't totally give in to the to the technological singularity concept where we all just get sucked into a machine or some shit, I think the other uh, end is kind of implied that we're gonna keep shit really simple. Yeah. Go in in the future, and it's not because we don't know about technology and shit that happened in the past where people used to be cyborgs and shit it's just like yeah that market died out because nobody fucking cared anymore it's you like know, 3D they, movies they were fine kind of. being they're just like oh, i'm so done with this shit like can i just go back to the the good old days where well because i'll say this i was listening this, again these ted talks they're blowing my mind that's what i'm saying if yeah. you give me if you give me two minutes of a ted talk i'll get oh the whole God, idea and i'll be like i have like 20 minutes of a ted talk dude i got like 50 of them right in my brain i can just pull for them but this guy was talking about and you said this to me when we were watching TED Talks once that I think it rings true every time I watch TED Talks where it's like if these guys just read a fucking book about like ancient spirituality, like they're having all these revelations that are not revelations that people have known for thousands of years. Like yeah, the, the, yeah. the guy was like, yeah, well, we measured people's happiness and it turns out that people are the most unhappy when their brain is not on the actual action that they're doing at the moment. So if you're not oh. in the moment, you're upset. And it's like, and the guy was like, well, how do we fix this? And he was like, I don't know. And I was like, I was like yelling at the thing, like meditation. That's what I've heard helps. Like, For thousands I, of years. Fuck. Fuck, yeah, man. It's funny, man. I, I think, I think it's, the information is, is coming back around and it's kind of, I, I, I really they call it fucking, I, I really wonder about this sometimes, but I really have the feeling that there's going to be this convergence of technology and this ancient human shit that's going to, they're, they're going to point to the same thing. And I think it's just going to be kind of like multiple ways of, of having an awakened or enlightened society because we're going to be flooded with information for so long that eventually we're all, we're not going to care with the differences between humans because it's going to it's not going to matter we're going to all be techno technology people and it it's going to matter who can technology better you know if that's yeah. where we're headed and it doesn't matter if you're black white hispanic even asian on occasion well i might cuz the asians <laughs> are definitely going to technology better than us but uh yeah, maybe at first maybe <laughs> yeah maybe we'll get them yeah we'll get them but i think it all it all points to the same thing man but those, and those I tiny fucks why... they just discovered milk like 2 years ago like get the fuck <laughs> out of here asians get the fuck out of here <laughs> Fuck off, <laughs> <laughs> but if you there's a lot of uh research papers being published about meditation now and the scientific benefits of it but here's the thing we can only measure so much about the brain first of all so for them to be like their studies are so fucking barbaric considering what I think are the real benefits of, of meditation on a, if you do it as part of like the whole spiritual thing, because yoga, for example, is a way of uh, integrating your mind and your body and all the different parts of your mind and all the different parts of your body and how they interrelate and how you view the world and, you know, where you might be 
guessing wrong and how to unify everything so it works together in a system. So them studying meditation alone or, you know, people who say they, they do some specific kind of meditation, that's just scratching the surface on the, the these like ancient things because the reason why they're so ancient, why they're still around is because they work and they work really fucking well, you know? And I think if we, if, if everybody just kind of was aware of them, the neuro, uh, n- neurologist, he's doing his research thing and he has this issue about, well, what parts of the brain might be speaking to each other? He can read some of these descriptions of of the like inner meditative states and hear what the experience is when someone's brain is like shutting down, for example, what it feels like uh, when you stop thinking and what you're aware of then and what, what are the different parts of the unconscious, you know, parts of the brain where you can supposedly get to in deep states of meditation. And be and probably get useful information if he can interpret it the right way about what experiment to do to prove that this part of the brain is talking to that part or whatever. I really think that there's a lot there because I hear a lot of the same things said by both sources just using a different language because ancient humans had to they they didn't have the printing press and all that shit as far as we know. It was an oral tradition or at least that's what it became. Yummy. <laughs> um, so they had to recite these things. So they had to be, you know, almost like poems where they you could be remember them for long periods of time and pass them on um, in tradition. So I don't know that kind of constrained things, and you have to be able to decipher like the the poetic kind of tone that they use. And yeah, and, and also they had plenty like of that. they had plenty of just like people who were. Not slaves necessarily. Maybe they were, but they, the people who were transcribing these things, they were there's like they had like twenty guys in a room, just like, oh, what do you say? Like, oh, I'll write this down. And it's like, okay, <laughs> Bill, like you just you just fucked up Exodus. Like, thanks a lot. <laughs> you just fucked up Exodus. Yeah. <sighs> He's, it's fucking. Let, he didn't say let there be light. All right. He said. He said. He said, here's the light. Every he I said, don't here know. comes <laughs> the light. Here comes the light. <laughs> yeah. You know what's uh, crazy, man? I heard that, uh, so the, the oldest that they can date, like, for example, the Rig Veda, which is one of the ancient Indian texts, is like 1500 BC, I think, maybe, something like that. But I've heard some people say that it's probably more like 4,000 years old based on astronomical mentions in the book that correlate to like, well, it could have only been that way 10,000 years ago, you know, or 4,000 years ago, sorry, whatever. What, what do you... what? What do you think about, like, because 4,000 years ago was, no, f- no, no, not even 4,000 years ago, 4,000 B.C. Dude. So for something Dude, to be there's that water old, damage on the Sphinx, man. There's water damage on the Sphinx. What, what? Do, you, do you believe that? That yeah, or or are you open to that possibility? Yeah, why not? Because I'm reading that book, dude. That shit is fucking bananas. Well, I see. I I was watching that show, Ancient Aliens, the other day, and that oh, show boy. is not as retarded as it sounds. I mean, it's pretty fucking dumb. The conclusions they make, <laughs> the conclusions yeah. that they come to, they jump to conclusions. But the the research and the evidence that they're proving, I'm like, holy shit, this is this is not pointing to aliens. This is proving to this this is pointing to like maybe humans did have this because they're talking about these grand structures that were built and the stone was cut in a specific way and they're like, well, that technology didn't exist back there. And the, and the guy was like, so that means it was probably aliens. And I was like, well, maybe it means 
means whoa, we, whoa, whoa, whoa. we just didn't find the thing that people had to cut the stone that way. Why We're are we jumping to aliens? Straight to aliens, huh? Straight to aliens. So you're just right. saying that humans are just retarded, huh? And I guess we aliens had to come way. save us. They yeah. just had to come give us all their secrets because we couldn't figure it out on our own. Cause, well, so, Graham what, Hancock has an example where the the perimeter of the pyramid, I think it is, the per- perimeter of the pyramid, if you divide that by the height of the pyramid in the Great Pyramid in, uh, in, or one of the Great Pyramids in it's Egypt. Tw- it's 23, dude. Oh, fuck. That number's everywhere. No. It's 3.14, <laughs> which is pi, which is even crazier because that supposedly wasn't discovered for another, like, you know, couple thousand years as yeah. far as the West is concerned. So the pyramids, first of all, there's a lot of fucking mysteries about the pyramids, the Great Pyramids. Mummies. They're, they're the oldest and the most well-built. Now, that doesn't make any sense if you really think about it because the, the technique should have gotten better through time. Yeah. Which means that some dope-ass crew built the, these crazy pyramids and then... <laughs> Nobody knew how to build them after that. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. To begin with. And then you, you they factor in pi into it, maybe by accident, maybe. But if you think about how mathematically perfect the rest of it is, where it's like they're, they're only off by like a fraction of a fraction of, of a 90-degree angle, and they're pointing east to west and all this shit. It's like it's super crazy, dude. It really is crazy. I didn't really buy into it. That much, the people I heard, like I'd be like, oh, conspiracy theories, like, oh, the, the pyramids are what fifty thousand years old. Yeah, fuck off, you idiot. Yeah, like, oh, it, it's a receiver for like alien transmissions. Is it, dog? Like, how many drugs are you on right now? That's where I used to be at. But it's there are some very, very curious things about the pyramids, at the least. And there are other monuments and shit that we don't understand either. But at the pyramids, at least, man, there there's some curious shit. Oh, I was surprised. F- fuck it, dude. I'm just going to go watch Star Wars. <laughs> well, this has been Conversations for Our Grandkids. <laughs> Conversation 35, correct? 35, yes. 35. Yes. And uh, thank you guys for coming along for this this ride. Uh, we really appreciate you listening in. If you got any yeah. comments about any of the things we have to say, please feel free to reach out. Reach out and touch us, all right? I know it's Reach a, I know it's an electronic technology filled world, but just you know, hand. we're just people. We're just we are. Uh, leave a comment at candymunchers.com on the uh, the comment page section. For the conversation. Um, yes. Review uh, us on iTunes. It's conversations yes, yes. for our grandkids. Also, we're on Stitcher. Review us on Stitcher, we are on motherfucker. Stitcher. And Twitter, it's convo for grandkids. Yeah. Send us a tweet. Hey, what's a question we could ask them? What's your favorite st- Star Wars character? <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. Or don't Star Wars movie. What's your favorite Star Wars movie? That's a good one. Tweet at us. Fuck it. Why not? Yeah. Why not? Why the fuck not? And you know what? If it's one of the first or the prequels, it it'll be okay. We we won't. Be that upset, you know? Seamus might, but I won't be. I'm gonna have a man child rage. I'm gonna I'm gonna go and I'm gonna <laughs> In, infant infantile man rage. <laughs> well this has been conversations right, for our grandkids. Uh, grandkids, man. if you're listening to this, um let us know if you're a different species by now. Yeah, please. Your grandparents wanna know. What the fuck? I, well, I, th- th- I think that's ridiculous, dude. I want to I want to wa- listen to this TED talk, but I think that's I find that to be fucking ridiculous. Somebody agree with me. So, somebody agree with me. Right? Basic <laughs> underscore shrimp. Get at. Me. All right. Well, I feel better. Ah, so do I. <laughs> <laughs>